You know, he is the restorer. And so often we tend to base our lives and what we feel determine success of our lives based upon what those around us tell us. You know, we, we constantly are trying to build a foundation of success and we try to find our strength in the foundation that we build when all in reality, maybe the success we thought we were trying to run after is not truly what success is all about. And maybe our foundation is not as strong as we once thought it was. Because truth be told, all of our foundations are built upon all of our past relationships and all of our past experiences develop the foundation of who you are today. You are built upon that. Every building block of who you are in the foundation of your life, you can look back to see how it was developed by your past relationships and your past, rela- your, your past experiences. And everything about you affects and determines how you view and you respond to the circumstances you face. And so often we struggle and we wrestle with dealing with the circumstances in our life now because of the reality of what our founda- how our foundation has been developed And we struggle with trying to rebuild that foundation. And because of so many of these different factors of our past, of our experiences, and everything that has created the foundation of you, we find ourselves entangled in this emotional web of insecurities and fears. You know, we try to make it seem like everything's okay. Like, like, we, like we got it all together when in reality, we're just breaking down. And you know, it's been said that fear is the most powerful emotion known to humankind. So many of our lives are motivated by the fear that's within us. Every one of us has some level of fear. And all of us, in some way, shape, or form, we, we respond to, that, to the circumstances we face based upon the fear that's within And it's time we're real with that. It's time that we're honest with that. And the fear is the belief that, you know what? Something is dangerous. Whether it's reality or not, in our minds, we believe whatever that is, is dangerous and life-threatening or something something else. And so that motivates how we respond and react, whether it's reality or not. And we find ourselves so often being moved by the fear within, even sometimes when it's not the reality we're facing. Because we're all on this quest for happiness. Every one of us. You know, layered with our fears and layered with the foundations of who we are based upon our past relationships and past experiences, we're all on this quest to be happy. We've talked about this before. And did you know that research has revealed that 40% of our happiness quotient is all developed by recent experiences. So in other words, what happened to you yesterday ultimately determines your ability or inability to be happy today. That's why it's so hard to sustain happiness. That's why we can't achieve it. Why? Because the majority of your happiness is based upon your recent experiences. If you had a good day, some of you are sitting here like, boy, yesterday was awesome. And you're kind of riding that wave today. And some of you are sitting here and saying, yesterday stunk. And you're here with the mood. I saw you. But so much of our lives are affected by recent experiences. All built upon the foundation of the, build- the building blocks of your foundation. 
of past relationships, of past experiences that developed that within us. And our quest for happiness is just layered in this web of past experiences, past relationships, and fear. And then the struggle is, as this all develops within our lives our, and with our failures and our fears, we then develop insecurities in our life. It all just kind of builds and builds and builds. And let's just be honest. We all have some layer of insecurity. We all try to make it and, and try to pretend like, I got it together, everything's good, I'm okay, I'm strong, but deep within you, there's something that you're insecure about that has been developed by your fears, by your past relationships, by your experiences, all in the foundation of you. And it, it affects how you view, how you react, how you respond to the world around you. And that's the boat we're in. And we all develop this. And, and so often, we, we turn on TV and we see, like, these, these high elite people, these athletes or these top executives. And we think, boy, they just have it all together. I mean, they just seem so amazing. No, they don't. You know, a few years ago, I had the opportunity to do a chapel service for some of the top uh, NFL teams. With, well, I want to say the top NFL teams. I mean, they're the Cleveland Browns, so it's not really the top. <laughs> but they needed Jesus. You know, and so one thing I learned, you know, when I was a kid, I would turn on the, these games. I think, boy, these guys are amazing. They're untouchable. But then when I started interacting with them and got to know the person, I learned something. They have insecurities just like me. They have fears just like me. And a lot of times, guess what? These celebrities, these people we see all around, they're putting on this front. Why? To make it appear like I got it together. When in reality, none of us do. You know, I bump shoulders with some of the top executives, with some of those top uh, Fortune 500 companies and corporate world that, that we see in our nation. And we think, boy, boy, these people are amazing. I used to be so fearful, like, oh my, I don't even know what I'd say. Like, I'm just so stupid being in this person's presence. But then I'm around them and I realize something. They have insecurities just like me. And when you ask the right question, when you probe the right situation, you see that come out. And we all have that. We all have that, and we're all dealing with that. And at its root, insecurity is just another fear. It's just this web of life that we entangle ourselves in. And the more we allow it to fester and to grow, the more that web just grows and develops and consumes us. You know, it's kind of like if you've ever gone into your house, into a room that you haven't been into in a while, you know, like an abandoned location. We all have those different spaces in our house. I'll be honest with you, I went down the other day and I was kind of going through our garage and some of the places in our garage that I haven't been to in a few months and I'm trying to clean it out, get ready for spring and everything else as you open the world up to your, to your, to your garage again. And all of a sudden I realized, oh, there's so much nastiness back here because there's webs. I'm starting to walk through it and all the cobwebs are getting through my clothes. I'm getting into my hair. I'm like, this is nasty. And one thing, the reality with webs that we see is that if you leave a space alone and abandoned long enough, the spiders are coming in and they're creating their webs. I don't care how clean you think you are. If you leave space alone long enough, the webs are coming. 
And when you walk through that space in the dark, boy, it's nasty, isn't it? And you, when you get the webs in your hair, I, do you get the webs in the hair? I hate that. But here's the amazing thing. When the sun comes up and the sun comes shining through the window, if you've ever noticed, the webs just start to glisten a little bit, don't they? And all of a sudden, it's just a reality. There they are. And once the light, the light comes shining through and highlights the web, then you know, I can see it. Now I need to get the broom and deal with it because the webs are going bye-bye. That's what we do in our garage. At least I do. I don't know about you. And so often this happens in our life too. You see, internally, so many of us has what I would say abandoned, abandoned places in our minds, our hearts, and the depths of our soul. Where all of our fears and insecurities just kind of just kind of dwell. And they just hang out there. And the more they just hang out there in those dark, abandoned places of our hearts and our minds and our souls, the webs just develop. And they just develop. All based upon your past relationships, your past experiences, the foundation of you, your fears and insecurities are overwhelming and consuming you. And sometimes we don't even realize how they are affecting us, how they are recreating our ability to see what is reality, and how they cause us to respond to circumstances we face. We become blinded due to our insecurities and fears and the foundation of our life. And at some point, like the light shining through the windows in my garage that kind of makes the webs glisten and you realize there they are, we need to allow the light to come into the dark places of who we are. To allow the webs that are festering in your soul, in your heart, in your mind to kind of glisten. Why? So you can say, there it is. And now that I see it, I got to deal with it. And some of us need to deal with it. Because your fears and insecurities have been consuming and controlling you. And my friends, today is the day that you can say, no more. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let the light shine in. You know how that web really develops in our, internally within us, in our hearts, our minds, and souls? Well, you see, insecurities, what that really is, it reflects the uncertainty about yourself and your capabilities. You see, we all have a level of insecurity in our life that is created by the uncertainty that we have about ourselves. You know, I'm insecure because I don't think I'm good enough. I don't think I add up. I don't think that job that I've been asked to do or that job I said yes to, whatever it may be, I don't think I can really do it. And so you just develop all the insecurities in our life. Couple that web with the web of fear. Fear involves the uncertainty about what could happen as a result of a perceived threat. You start to believe in your mind that something is dangerous that creates Fear in your life that motivates who you are and how you respond and how you act. Do you see the, 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 the similarities between the two? You see, the common denominator with fear and insecurities that develops the web is uncertainty. The webs of our life are developed by the foundation in our lives and the uncertain future we have to, that we have ahead of us. 
And all of us, at some time in our life, maybe some of you are at that position right now, where you're standing at the crossroads of life, and you're uncertain with the road ahead. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's relationship and family. Maybe it's health situations. Whatever it may be. But here we sit in the web of uncertainty. And it just magnifies and magnifies the fears and insecurities that have developed in our hearts and in our lives. That up to this point, we probably try to pretend like they're not there. We try to just make it look like I'm good. But if I ask you the right question, you know you'll break down. You know it's in there. It's time to let the light shine through. To reveal the webs that are in the darkest places of your soul. That are magnifying the insecurities and fears that you have. Why? Because once the light comes in, then you can deal with it. Then you can deal with it. Because here we struggle in this web of uncertainty. And if you're like me, you've been at this crossroads. Or maybe you're at this crossroads right now. And when you're at these crossroads, looking to the future of uncertainty, you read these words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 6 that say, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough of problems and enough trouble of, it, of its own. And I don't know about you, but there's been many times in my life when I'm standing at, in the web of uncertainty, looking towards my future, and I have no idea what my future holds. And I'm standing there, and I read this verse, and I just think, <laughs> yeah, right, Jesus. Yeah, right. Are, are you going to step into my world, Jesus? Are you going to come into reality for a little bit? How in the world am I not supposed to worry about tomorrow? Do you know what I'm about to deal with? Have you been there? Have you been in that angry yelling match with God when you just don't know what tomorrow brings? I have more times than I can count. And there we sit in that web and we just wonder, God, how am I going to move forward? What does this mean? And there in that moment, I see, I come face to face with all my fears. All the insecurities that are within Bill come flooding out. You know that in the Old Testament, there was a man that struggled with this too? His name was Joshua. And if you read Joshua's story and you read the situation going on, you can almost allow all the fears and, and insecurities that was Joshua oozing out on the pages as you read it and to realize the man and, and, what was, and what he was dealing with in this moment. Because at this moment in Joshua chapter 1, God was saying, Joshua, you are now going to lead my people. You see, in this moment, they just spent decades decades wandering through the desert. Year after year, all they heard, you're going to get to the promised land. We're getting to the promised land. There are good things ahead. And these guys, these, these families have been wandering through this desert trying to find food and water with this constant promise, you'll get to the promised land. And here they are almost their entire lives. And they're thinking, are you kidding me? Because now in this moment, their fearless leader Moses just died. And God turns to Joshua and says, it's your turn to lead. 
And I can just see the man Joshua ooze out on the pages here in the gospel. And here we see this man just fearful of the road ahead, the uncertain path that he's about to walk. And I can just imagine Joshua thinking, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because I have no idea what that road's about to lead us to. And all I keep hearing, God, is you saying, we're going to get there, we're going to get there, we're going to be to the promised land, and here we are, it's been my whole life, and now the man I've been following my whole life is dead, and now you're giving me the charge. How am I supposed to do this? And there in that moment, as you see the realities of fear and insecurities and an uncertain future boil out in this man Joshua. God began to say, Joshua, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous, Joshua. Be strong and courageous. And God just didn't say, Joshua, be strong and courageous, and just kind of left the pages blank from there on out. See, each time he said, Joshua, be strong and courageous, he gave the why and the how that he can be strong and courageous. That gives us encouragement today, even if we face an uncertain future. See, the first thing God reveals to Joshua is when God calls you, he also equips you and prepares you. You can, you can believe me on this. If God calls you to something, he is not going to leave you hanging. He will not leave you hanging. What he calls you to, he prepares you and he equips you. Look what God told Joshua in Joshua 1 verse 6. He said, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to you, to their ancestors that I gave to them. See, I called you to this, Joshua. I called you to this moment. And you better believe, Joshua, I am going to come through for you. You will lead my people to the promised land. And my friends, understand this. When God calls you to something, he's equipping you and preparing you. That's a struggle, though. See, we struggle because when God equips us and prepares us, it's not always the way we think it is. I personally would wish God would just make it more like a classroom. You know, okay, Bill, sit down. Okay, here's step one. Here's step two, here's step three. Or he can go into matrix mode, right? He can just take that little thing, boom, and I got it. Okay, that's a 90 movies reference, so I just probably lost about half you guys there, right? The matrix, go and watch it. But God doesn't work that way. When God prepares us, the way he prepares us is he drags us through the mud. He drags us through the mud of experience, walking us through it, so that through that experience, he makes us and molds us and makes us stronger for whatever he's preparing us for. I don't like it, but he does it, and he equips us and gets us to that point, point. and you better believe 
that if God called you to something, he will be preparing you for that. For Joshua, you know, in that moment, I can only imagine all the flashbacks he began to have over the decades, the lifetime he has spent in the desert, and all those experiences that prepared him for this moment. See, I, I, I breathe that, that story, and I have to believe that his journey through the desert was preparing time for what God was about to do through him. You see, God does not call the qualified. He qualifies you when he calls you. That's the equipping and the preparing. And so sometimes when you're going through difficult seasons, seek out God. Because chances are, he's preparing you for something. He's preparing you for something that he's calling you to. And so you can find strength, the ability to be strong and courageous, knowing that when he calls you to something, he's not going to leave you hanging. And from there, we need to understand that we have a part to play too. God does his part in preparing us and equipping us. And in that equipment mode, God equips us when we listen and follow his wisdom and his guidance. When we walk with him, when we hear him, and when we walk with him. God told Joshua in Joshua, in Joshua 1, 7 through 8, be strong and, 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 and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that it may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. God says, you want to know the path to find success? It's not what the world tells you. You want to find success in your life? Walk with me. Walk with me. The Bible says that we are to hide his word in our hearts so that we might not sin against him. That's our journey. That's how we equip us. We hang out with God. We are in his presence. And see, the problem that we have in this world is that we become a world of many dangerous philosophers. We've got a lot of people and a lot of us who know about God, but we don't know God. And there's a big difference. We think we know the ways of God because, well, that was a great sermon, Bill, or that was a, a great devo you did. Or I, heard this, I saw this really great quote on Facebook. And we think we know God because we know some things about him. But my friends, our goal is to get to know him. You see, the primary way that God equips us is by being in his presence. By being in his presence with him. You know, I'm glad you're here. But if you're not hanging out with him and doing daily encounters the rest of the week, you're missing it. You're missing it. We need to spend time with him. God told Joshua to meditate on his word. You know what that means? It means to invest in the word of God. Every day you should be sitting down and hanging out with God, reading his Bible, reading his word in the Bible, 
talking to him and listening to him and then taking time to process what he's saying. What does that mean for my life? How am I applying that to my life? How am I going to walk more closely with him today than I did yesterday? That's meditating on his word. See, sometimes it's like, I read a great Devo. Okay, let's go with life. And we don't take time to process. We need to process, hang out with him, and then we need to follow it, live it, and be it. You see, when we allow his word to equip us and we walk in his way, allowing him to guide us, then we find the ability to be strong and courageous. You see, things around us won't get easier, but you will get stronger. You will get stronger. The more you walk with him, the more you just be in his presence, whatever season you're in, whatever difficulty you may be in, just be in his, in his presence. And then when you do that, he provides a promise. And that promise is you are not alone. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, you are not alone. You have the God that created everything that is right by your side. God told Joshua this, his final time when he said, be strong and courageous. In verse 9 of Joshua 1, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I think some of you guys need to write this out on a note card and put it on the mirror in your house so that every day when you are getting ready for your day, you can be constantly reminded that no matter what you're about to face that day, no matter what good day or hardship you're about to walk into, you can have strength and courage. Why? Because the God that created everything that is, that was with Joshua, is with you too. Don't ever, don't ever forget that. Whatever you face, he's facing it with you. And we don't have to be afraid because he's right there by our side. You know, it's pretty cool. God does more of the work when we're just in his presence. God says, when I call you, I'm going to be there to equip you and to prepare you, and I will always be with you. All you need to do is just be in my presence. Just continually run towards me. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, just run towards me, and I'll do the rest. I will equip you. I will prepare you. I will walk with you. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 6, don't worry about tomorrow. Why did he say that? You know, if you read the, the verses all around that, he said that because you are valuable. You are loved. You are created by the master designer himself. And Jesus said, you don't have to, know, you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Why? Jesus said, just go out and look at nature. Go look at the birds. Go look at the fish in the ponds. Go look at all the deer running around. Look at the trees. Look at the sun. Look at the stars. Look at everything around you. Hey, guys, guess what Jesus said? You are more important than all of that. And if you think all that is amazing, and you look of all the stuff in nature, and you realize, hey, guess what, God? You're doing a pretty good job taking care of all that. 
you're more important than them. You're more valuable. I love you the most. So you better believe me that when I say don't worry about tomorrow, know this, as much as I take care of them, I'm taking care of you even more. You are valuable. You are loved. You have the God of all creation walking with you every step of the way. Be strong and courageous. Why? Because God is with you wherever you go. He's with you. We just need to seek him. See, Jesus said after he said, do not worry about tomorrow because you are valuable, you are loved. And he said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And these things will be given to you as well. Stop running towards what you feel is success. See, God's not worried about success. He's worried about your significance in him. Stop running towards what the world says is success and run towards finding who you are in him. And let the light shine into the cobwebs, into the dark places of your heart. So where are you at? You see, I think we're all caught in this crossroads of life. All wrestling with the foundations of who we are that has developed these fears and insecurities within our life that just seem to overwhelm us. And maybe some of us are sitting here today and you don't even see anymore how your fears and insecurities, how they motivate how you see the world around you and how you respond to those in your path. And maybe we need to start letting the light come in and reveal the webs in those dark places so we can deal with them, so we move on from them. But here you are in the uncertainty. Some of you are sitting here today and you're thinking, Bill, I'm scared to death of tomorrow. I have no idea what tomorrow's gonna bring. I don't even know how I'm gonna get out of bed tomorrow. I'm so f- afraid of it. Know that the God of everything that is is with you. And he desperately loves you. You know, if you're in a, in a season right now where your fears and your securities are just overwhelming, where maybe you're looking down the path and you just are facing the road of uncertainty and you just don't know how you're going to walk forward, we're here with you. And in fact, at the end of the service, we have some great team members at the Engage Impact booth or online. Our host can reach out to you now. And we would just love to pray with you and provide our assurance that we'll walk with you. We may not have all the answers, but we know who does. And we'll walk with you whatever that road may lead, every step of the way. You are valuable. You are loved. And on the road of uncertainty, seek him. Run towards him. And trust that he will equip you and prepare you, and he will be with you every step of the way. Let's pray together. Father, we love you, and we thank you because you are good. Lord, in this moment, we just seek you. Father, I know so often in our lives, our fears and our insecurities get the best of us, so much so that we really struggle with interacting in how we respond to the circumstances we face. But Lord, right now, may your light shine in. 
Lord, reveal the webs that are in our soul, that we may be honest with them and deal with them. And Lord, for those that need to find people to surround them, to walk with them, Lord, I pray that you urge them to take that step to talk to somebody today. And they will find strength and encouragement by those that surround them. And Lord, we thank you for the promise that you will be with us every step of the way. And that, Lord, through it all, may we seek you. And may you mold us and make us better and stronger. That we may walk ahead no matter what is ahead of us. We give you all the glory. It's in your name we pray. Amen.